There are lots of people out there who will tell us that we shouldn't be looking at pornography, but there aren't many people showing us how to finally break free of porn. Without a mentor, without a guide, it's easy to get stuck in hopelessness and shame. The Freedom to Love podcast is here to be your mentor and your guide. We want to provide you with practical strategies and techniques to live free of porn forever. Then you'll be free to experience the love you really desire. Welcome back to the Freedom to Love podcast. My name is Jeremy Rohr. I am the founder of Freedom to Love. We are a ministry that is devoted to helping young men grow in the virtue of chastity so that they can live lives free of pornography and sexual sin. I'm excited to have back with me Father Brian Park. Father Brian is the pastor at St. Michael Catholic Church in St. Michael, Minnesota. He's actually my pastor, my spiritual director. And we're in our second episode here of a series on maturing in the faith. How do we mature spiritually so that we can overcome areas of habitual sin? Last time, Father Brian introduced us to some of the natural and supernatural ways that he would encourage young men in this area. And what we want to do now in the next few episodes is break down some of those supernatural areas a little bit more. And so, Father Brian, what I'm interested in today is a young man probably grew up maybe saying some rote prayers, some Hail Marys, Our Fathers. And at some point, we have to develop a a prayer life. And so uh, I'm just curious, what would you say to, to a young man who says, I don't pray consistently? I'd like to, but I just don't. What would you do to encourage them and, and help them develop a daily prayer life? I'd start by reminding them that we're all called to be disciples of Jesus. And the word disciple comes from the word discipline. To be a disciple is to be a person of discipline. And discipline is hard. We're broken, weak creatures, and discipline is just, it's a hard thing. And so it's good even just to to go into the spiritual life knowing that this is going to be a discipline and it's going to take effort and I'm going to, I'm going to fail (laughs) and at times because I'm weak. So one of the most important disciplines for the Christian, the follower of Christ to develop in his or her life is the discipline of daily prayer. The Catechism of the Catholic Church says that when it comes to our relationship with God, Prayer is our relationship. Mm. It doesn't say prayer is a way to have a relationship with God. It says that prayer is our relationship with God, which means if someone does not pray, they do not have a relationship with God. It is impossible to have a relationship with God if you do not pray. Prayer is the very means by which we have our relationship with God. And so having that discipline of daily prayer is, is absolutely essential. So I would encourage a guy right away, first and foremost, Make a commitment like any other discipline. If you want to get in shape, it's going to be, okay, I got to start going to the gym. I got to start eating better. Set out goals. And like anything, always start with baby steps. If you're new to a faithful daily prayer life, then don't start out day one saying, I'm going to do a holy hour every single day. Whoa, that that might be a little much. Just seriously, start with five minutes. I'm going to take five minutes every single day to pray. I'll talk about in a second, some tips to what to do during those five minutes. And then the great thing about prayer is the more you pray, the more you'll want to pray. 
But again, it takes discipline. It's like working out. Those first couple times you go to the gym, that first week, second week, you're sore. And it's really easy to say, oh, I'm quitting. But if you can push through those first couple weeks of getting that five minutes a day, every single day with prayer, it's amazing how it starts to become a habit. A virtue is just a good habit. A vice is a bad habit. Habits are a good thing when they're virtuous. They're bad things when they're vices. So just start with five minutes a day, just spend some daily prayer time, and then seeking to, as you continue to be faithful to that, to just grow it a little by little. Maybe you make this commitment at the beginning of a fall semester, and you're striving through the fall semester to get your five minutes of daily prayer in, and then Advent comes up in December, and you say, okay, for Advent, I'm going to bump it up to 10 minutes. All right, let's see, stretch 10 minutes. And then you do it, and then you struggle through Advent, and then you keep going. You don't go back to five minutes at, at Christmas. It's like when you're working out, you keep adding weights. You don't get weak. You know, once you get stronger, you don't take the weights off. You keep adding weights. And so then maybe when Lent comes around later on in the, the spring semester, if you're in college or something, then let's go up to 15 minutes a day and see if we can do 15 minutes for the rest of the year. So those little things can be helpful. Would you like me to talk about some practical tips for that? Or do you have any other? I would love that. That was going to be my next question. So if, what do I do in that five minutes a day? A good way to look at prayer is a very simple method that I teach people all the time. I call it the PAL method, P-A-L, because Jesus is your PAL. It's, che- it's very cheesy, but because it's cheesy, you will remember it. So three steps, praise, ask, listen. In those five minutes, just take the first minute just to praise God. Maybe it's just doing a little litany of thanksgiving in your heart, saying, God, I want to praise you and thank you for this and this and this in my life. Maybe just listen to a Christian song for a minute or two or a hymn or something. Maybe it's reading a psalm from the Old Testament. Many of the the psalms in the Old Testament are these great hymns of praise to God. Then take another, that's praise and ask. Then take another minute to just ask God for the things you need, for the things you maybe need that day, things that your family needs, your friends, your community, your church, the world, et cetera. Just take a few minutes to ask God. Jesus said, ask and you shall receive. He wants us to ask him for the things that we need. And then just take the last two minutes, if you're just doing five minutes, just read the gospel from the day for mass. Just look up the gospel and just whatever it is, just kind of prayerfully just read through it one time. If it's a short gospel, maybe read it a second time. And then maybe see if as you're reading it, see if there's a word or a phrase that stands out to you, something that can stick with you for the rest of the day. And then end by just saying in our Father and a Hail Mary, and then off you go. If you could do all that in five minutes, I'd be very impressed. But it's, I guess it's possible, but you'll, you do that every day. You'll come to see that, wow, five minutes isn't really enough time for that. I really need 10 minutes. I need 15 minutes. I need 20 minutes. But something very simple like that, praise ask, listen, take a few moments to praise God, to listen to some music, to sing a song, pray a psalm, take a few minutes to ask God for the things you need to intercede, and then take a few moments to just read some scripture. The gospel of the day for mass is a great place to start if you're new to the scriptures and allow God to speak to you through his holy word. That's wonderful. Thank you. I think sometimes it's one of the challenges in, after we get started is it's easy sometimes to get frustrated because maybe we don't feel anything. I don't 
feel like anything's happening here. I don't feel like this is doing any good. Can you talk a little bit about that? How would you respond to to somebody that said that to you? St. Teresa of Avila said, prayer is wasting time with God. That's what it is. Prayer is not about what I can get from it. Prayer is about what I can give. I'm giving my time. I'm spending time with a God who loves me. It's not about our feelings. We have no control over our feelings. That's how feelings are. I can't just make myself happy. I can't make myself sad. I can't make myself feel all good. I can't make I can't make it like feel that God is really close to me even though he is. <laughs> so, feelings come and go. I can't control my feelings, but I can make sure that my feelings don't control me. And so I go to pray, and sometimes in prayer, there are those moments, we call them consolations in the spiritual tradition, these moments of consolation when God does really feel close, and I'm filled with joy or peace or an overwhelming sense of God's love for me. And we, that's awesome. Those are gifts. But I pray every day, not because I, I'm hoping I'll get a gift today from God, one of these little cool consolations. If they come, thanks be to God. If they don't come, thanks be to God. I pray because I want to spend time with a God who loves me, who sent his son to die for me, who empowers me with his Holy Spirit. And so if we look at prayer as just, what am I going to get out of it? Or, oh, it's just kind of dry and boring. It didn't make me, I didn't feel anything. I say, well, did you praise God a little? Yeah. Did you ask him for the things you need? Yeah. Did you listen to him by reading some of his word? Yeah. And you felt nothing? Yeah, I felt nothing. Awesome. That's really good prayer. Do it again tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day for the rest of your life, because that's how you're going to grow in your relationship with God. And from your observation, you've been a priest for over 10 years now. You've went through seminary. You, again, were on the net teams and a supervisor. What have been the fruits of good prayer that you've seen people experience in their lives? Holiness. Every holy person I've ever met has a deep prayer life. Again, prayer is our relationship with God. One of my favorite catechism quotes from St. Alphonse of the Glory, doctor of the church, those who pray are certainly saved. Those who do not pray are certainly damned. Again, if you do not pray, why would you even want to go to heaven? Heaven is the place where I have eternal intimacy with the Holy Trinity, with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and the body of Christ in perfect love, in perfect unity forever, never, never, never again. Prayer is how I begin to taste the intimacy with God that awaits me when I die and I enter the kingdom of heaven. Remember, heaven does not begin when I die. Heaven begins the moment I'm baptized, when heaven comes to live inside of me, when God comes to live inside of me, and I can begin to experience the joy and intimacy of God, even here now on this earth. And not in a full way, of course, because we're broken, we're still sinful in this life, but I can still begin to learn to love the things of heaven, to taste the things of heaven. And that's what prayer is, because that's what heaven is. It's eternal prayer, eternal intimacy with God. And so if I never came to learn the taste of prayer in this life, why would I want to do it for all eternity? That makes so much sense, Father. Well, thank you for joining us again. Could you just real quickly remind us the PAL method? What did those letters stand for again? Yeah, I just want to throw one one quick thing to you. When it comes to prayer, one of the big objections is, Father, I'm just too busy. I don't have enough time to pray. To that, I say, 
when someone says, Father, I'm just too busy. I don't have enough time to pray each day. I ask this question. I say, well, did you eat today? Well, of course, Father. Exactly. Our daily prayer life as Christians should be so ingrained in us that it's like eating. I can't imagine, unless unless I'm doing a, a really strict fast or something, but I can't imagine going a day without eating. It's just, it's a non-negotiable in my life. I, and I'm this, yo, priest, father, father, you're so busy. You're so busy. But somehow I make time every day to eat. I make time for it. And so I can make time for prayer because prayer is actually more important than food. Man does not live by bread alone, but every word that comes from the mouth of God. So daily prayer, praise, ask, listen, P-A-L. Take a few moments to praise God, a few moments to to ask him for the things you need and a few moments to listen to him through his holy word, through the scriptures. That's wonderful. Thank you, Father. For anyone that is interested in learning more about our ministry, check out our website at freedomtolove.org. And in the meantime, we look forward to visiting with you again in our next episode. God bless. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Freedom to Love podcast. If you enjoyed our podcast, please rate us on iTunes and share us with a friend. Until next time, remember what St. Paul wrote in his letter to the Galatians. Brothers, you were called for freedom. God bless.